Good morning and welcome to Things You Might Not Have Heard. This is the Memorial Day edition for 2023 on the 29th of May, 2023. Jay Cleveland Payne here giving you the best, top, the greatest stories per you or a good chunk of them uh, from the weekend. Latest information, politics, current events, and pop culture. These are stories that were vetted by you, then curated by me from top 30 stories from Friday about midnight to about 4 a.m. this morning, three days and a couple hours. And you got a chance to tell us what stories over the weekend, even though it was kind of a slow news weekend, always is for holiday weekends, especially one like this, uh, to tell what stories to chat up on this day. Now, the question to what news guy shows up in the morning to do this stuff on holiday, it's me. This is something I've been doing since my early days in broadcasting, I was usually in charge of something or or when I was the, the part-time guy, part-time guys come in on the holidays. And when I was in charge, I was able, blessed to give some part-time guys some time off and come in and do quick stuff myself because I just kind of like being built by myself. So here I am by myself for you. We're going to be a fairly quiet edition on the live feed, but hopefully when you get up early or latest day, you will enjoy the replays of this video and of course the podcast and just get the newsletter, go through the new stuff because this is all about you. Now we'll go deeper into how it's all about you when we get past the news stories of the day. But as we said, we have 10 stories of the day. Memorial Day will come up again in the fun stuff and some other things to pop in. So hopefully you enjoy that. Make sure you stop by our main website, which is this. It's a conversationproject.com. This is a conversationproject.com. And you can see what we're doing five days a week, six days a week, seven days a week. We have this thing every weekday. We have weekend shows. We have some other things out there. And Sunday, we don't necessarily rest, but we prepare for the rest of the week. Now, let's get into the stories for today. Which are the stories for the full weekend? Today happens to be, as we already stated, May the 29th, 2023. First story for this morning starts off with this headline. And here's the thing. We posted a story uh, about Jimmy Butler who guaranteed the Heat were going to take out the Celtics over the weekend because they were tired of having all the stuff going on. They were at home. Everything was all fine and dandy. And the headline we go with for today, although the Heat one did actually make it into the top 30, is this one because it's the actual truth. Derek White hits tip-in at buzzer. Celtics forwards game seven against Heat with unbelievable win. The Celtics are on the verge of winning another championship. Maybe. They have to win this conference championship to go to the main championship. But this championship, this conference championship, this game seven set is a new one. They may be, if they pull this off at home, by the way, the first team to ever win a best of seven going down 0-3 being elimination four games straight to going into the conference finals or going into the finals from here. We shall see how this plays out. Now, the whole thing was a shootout back and forth. I happened to tune in while I was working in my computer, so I tuned in and watched the final half, and it was a back and forth going swinging about 10 points here or there until it got to the final seconds when the Heat were able to get back ahead. However, literally at the buzzer, uh, Derek White flips in a, a ball under the basket. It goes in, and everybody's kind of gasping because they think that the Heat got the got the win. And gasping because he actually go to the replay and they show that he flipped it up. The light goes off, so the ball is live, and the ball goes into the hoop, and everybody just kind of goes in the tunnel, not knowing what's going on exactly. It was a dramatic finish to a dramatic game. We will find out whether the Heat can actually save their face or whether the Celtics will actually win this thing. Now, everybody is kind of up in arms about LeBron James and, you know, him and the Lakers, you know, choking uh, in their conference final. Let's see if the Celtics can pull this off and really put the choke on the Heat, who were up three games to nothing and did not pull the trigger 
and get it done. Let's stick with basketball for a second. This was actually the top story of the weekend. Posted this late yesterday and posted it from a random blog. We found a couple places where it was here, but the back and forth was kind of weird. So Lonzo Ball, one of the ball boys who, um, you know, back when, you know, they were a thing, uh, were, you know, all over the place. Apparently, Lonzo Ball's career may be over. Lonzo Ball is currently a point guard for the Chicago Bulls by contract at least and we will see whether he gets back on the on the the court but he basically had a third surgery in a very short period of time and may not be able to actually perform to a level of a nba star or at least people may suspect that his level of play not quite as great as it could have been you know three surgeries ago with time and time off and things going on uh the ball boys if you will, uh, were a big hit with various folks who were hating on him. They had their own shoe. They had a dad who was all over the place. And they were just, you know, sort of sitting there, cheesy grinning, you know, just kind of like, yeah, yeah, I guess we'll do this. Uh, they've all basically made it to the league, and they've all basically not been as effective as they should be. Granted, anybody who can make it to the NBA, just make, make the bench. Is overly qualified, and that's that stint right there. The ability to actually take over a game, be impactful, the balls have not figured that one out yet. So we'll see if the younger ones can still make things happen. But it looks like Lonzo may be done with his career. Although some people say he's he'll be back better than ever. We'll see how that comes up. That that fortunately or unfortunately was the top story for the weekend. People jumped on that one because Twitter, I guess. Our next story. One of the most important uh, stories of the week. I'm sorry, I didn't click the button properly. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxson impeached, suspended from duties. This was a thing that was building up for a while as the work went through and building up for the week as people sort of found out what's going on. Now, this is a weird case of Republicans, you know, policing their own and finding out that one of their guys is doing bad things and they do something about it. Ken Paxton was impeached, uh, the many things, in fact, the robot editor gave me about two pages worth of notes on this one, so it's hard to go into all of it, but the Republican Party of Texas kind of came together, the vote was close, they basically got, got pulled off by like two votes in the whole swing of things when they actually went down with it, essentially having an affair with the staffer in another person's, another person's office, and all kind of crazy so the pharaohs with the staffer another state senator or something in another state senator's office and one of the weird things about this is one of the people that got a chance to vote on the impeachment ken paxton's wife who is a state senator here you go uh we will see how this thing plays out right now he is impeached he initially suspended from duties and the actual governor of texas can appoint a new um, attorney general anytime he feels like at this point they will see whether how the trial goes just like when they were president trump you have to actually you know acquit or, or um, convict the guy in the actual trial maybe he gets back maybe you know he he wins the, the trial but at the moment he's not attorney general that may be good news for texas probably not because the governor is going to appoint somebody just as ken paxton except probably less of a scandalous guy we shall see. Let's go to Turkey, where the election happened again, and Turkey's leader, Recep Tayyip Erdogan, wins presidential runoff, extended rule into third decade, winning that by about 50 point, 
a half percent, barely over 50%, maybe 51, maybe 52, something like that. So what this tells us, just like we have here in our current elections, our, our system, very divided, very evenly divided a politics for the people in Turkey. Now, remember, Erdogan had to uh, not quite win a runoff or a election between three people. And so the top two went back and forth. The opposition said it was an unfair election because Erdogan is what he is. Now, this is not going for a third just sort of grappling term. This is a third sort of decade. Erdogan's been the president for 20 years. And over that time, especially in the last 10 years, he said all he could do to consolidate power and hold on to whatever he can to make sure that this third decade, this third patch of time was available to him. Whether he will survive another 10 years of presidency at, in um, Turkey, I don't know. But it seemed kind of weird that you know, we thought he was a prime minister. We think he's some sort of you know higher elected official who sort of rolls over the parliament, but he's not. He's an elected official, and people elected him three times in a row for essentially 10-year terms. It's amazing how these things happen and how these things can possibly happen here. If we're not careful, or as some people think, if we're more careful. Let's talk about here again and history popping up for Kamala Harris. The vice president becomes the first woman to give commencement speech at West Point. Full stop. There's your story. Uh, no one has ever had a, a female speaker at West Point. And having the vice president, the first female vice or first, yeah, first female black Indian vice president, it's probably a good start for that one. It's probably a great way to do that, showing some history going forward. Now, is this more of a campaign type deal? Yeah, it is, because Harris went on to do a couple more commencement speeches for the weekend. But it's out there, putting her out there face, putting her face out there for people to see as a possible um, contender for a presidency at some time. And hopefully, possibly keeping the life alive for the current president, her boss, Joe Biden, our collective president. Although some will despite that, dispute that, it is what it is. O-O-O-Ozembic. Ozembic users pooping pants, weight, weight loss, drug side effects worth. Now, Ozembic is a drug that is essentially subscribed, prescribed, that's how you go, for um, diabetes, for managing blood sugar. One of the side effects of that and blood sugar be managed is a decrease in appetite, a decrease in a lot of things. People talk about that Zimbic is maybe the drug to keep you from uh, getting rid of a lot of bad habits and a lot of addictions because you don't feel like doing a lot of stuff. I can say from any a standpoint of a person who's been recently uh, put on Ozambic for about a month and a half or so. Uh, it was instant that the ability to, to just not want to eat anything. You just don't feel like eating. You, you can, you know, pick something up and, and do something, but you just the, the, the urge just isn't there. I can also attest to the um, to the pooping pants thing because the first thing they tell you is there's a there, uh, one of the side effects is constipation. You have issues going. But one of the things is when you have to go, you kind of have to go. And what's happened to a lot of people is in the middle of the night, when they are sleeping, when they're not conscious, they're having issues with their bowels. And that's becoming an issue that apparently no one decided to talk about until it became a popular drug and the secret was out on the Ozempic. Now, it's a lot of money to spend to lose a lot of weight. And it's 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 just sort of one of those things that just you lose the efforts and you, you just kind of go there. But also, it's a lot of money to spend, lose a lot of weight, and, you know, have issues with your sleep because you're up all night going back to the, to the toilet. This is something that people are now weighing because, you know, people want to lose weight. There are other drugs out there who, that are gaining in popular, uh, popularity, popularity, say that three times fast, 
However, they have similar guttural side effects. It's sort of you manage your blood sugar, a lot of stuff is in your digestive system, and there is what you have there. I can say I can test some of those issues. Not exactly fun. Deadpool 3 has setback due to filming start. Ryan Reynolds legally banned from improv. Now, the, f- the start of filming for Deadpool 3 has some unique issues because Deadpool, the movie, and the character is known for saying things literally out of character, in the f- breaking the fourth wall, if you will, and saying a lot of things that just sort of come up in in jest. As movies go, uh, there's a lot of improvisation in the movie as things sort of pop up here and there, and that's not allowed. Why? Screenwriters Guild strike. There's a script in place, and in order to change things in the script, screenwriters must actually be involved with this. With no screenwriters on, on scene, you can't change the script, which means Ryan Reynolds can't just come up with stuff off the cuff because that changes the approved script for what's going on. Uh, he can write it as a writer, which, of course, means he's ba- literally um, um, breaking the picket lines on his own movie. We shall see how this works out. Deadpool 3 starting to, to film now. We'll see how it goes through. The writer's strike going on um, a few months now. I think this may be month four, uh, believe it or not. Um, so we will see how this plays out. We are suspected this thing may last for a while. The last one lasted almost a year, and it had various effects, including the rise of a lot of of reality TV sort of being in the forefront because they didn't need writers. We'll see how this one affects us overall. Three quick stories because we're going kind of long, but it is 10 stories a day. The three stories dealing with some ladies and some music and some of it not going awry. Most of it not going uh, properly, if you will. A Jules twist on national anthem at Indianapolis 500 fails to resonate with fans panned as disrespectful. Yesterday, the Indianapolis 500 happened. Uh, American won. The first time it happened in like a decade that happened. But pop and country music star Jewel performed the Star Spangled Banner before the race. What a twist. That was, you know, Jewel's own and had people sort of scratching their heads. People didn't quite get the git and the Twitter was not very happy with it. Or the Twitter did it does what it does when it's not happy and responded a lot in kind. Not quite the Twitter response, but people literally leaving, which shows you just how bad things were. Fans seen or leaving early, left frustrated and confused after disappointing performances from Shania Twain. Shania Twain is on the road again on tour, the Me World Tour, if you will. Uh, Queen of Me World Tour, sorry about reading that. But uh, unfortunately, it's not off to a great start. Now, remember, Shania Twain was diagnosed with serious bout of Lyme disease and literally lost her voice for a while. She had some surgeries and some rehab and she's back She's literally back on stage. The problem is the quality of the music, the quality of the sound, the quality of the performances, not up to par to people who've been you know, watching Shania for 20, 30 years. We shall see how these things play out. But in the meantime, we know what's happening. People are showing up for the, for the performances, not being happy with what happens. And a lot of folks, a lot of fans, a lot of people paid big money are leaving early. And finally, this is another really sad one here, but we are mourning the current loss of the music of Celine Dion and the performance of Celine Dion as she's canceling her tour dates as a result of a neurological disorder. Uh, she is a world treasure. She's Canadian, so she's their treasure, not our treasure. But the singer uh, was working really hard to build the strength back up and get back on the road, get back to her residency, get back to singing. But her um, diagnosis of fibromyalgia is basically keeping her from literally standing literally performing 
literally doing much of anything but trying to survive. We are hoping that she survives with as little pain as possible because there's also the balance of the whole pain thing. She's suffering while she's going through this stuff just so that we can get some some music so we can love. Let's not you know put too much extra stress on somebody. Let's let her get well and go forward. She's in a new movie that's got a bunch of new songs in it. So she was basically really working up to do some stuff. Unfortunately, right now, we need her to get better because she is a treasure, as we say. There's pretty much nobody who hates Celine Dion. Even people, you know, who, who would not be normal fans of her, you know, tip their hat to Celine Dion when she does her warbling thing. She was in Deadpool 2 uh, singing the theme from Deadpool 2, Tool, you know, on the video saying, thank you, Spider-Man, which happens a lot with those types of things. Get well soon. Very soon, Celine Dion. Let's talk about the teaser story for tomorrow. This is a story that we could talk about tomorrow, tomorrow, if only tomorrow you guys deem this one a worthy one to get into. It is a story that we talk about for our feeds on Facebook and Twitter. We explain that and we'll do that right here. The reason why I had 10 stories to talk about was because all weekend long, you guys followed us on the Facebook and the Twitter. Facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and Twitter.com slash TH underscore conversation. When you did that, you saw that we had news stories posting every 50 minutes or so. As they pop in your feed, that's an engagement. We, you got an impression. As you clicked and read, that's an engagement. You engaged with it. As you liked, loved, hated, and shared it, even more engagement. The more engagement the story gets within the span of time, the weekend for the Monday show, and you know the day prior for the daily shows, it gets a better chance of being talked about. Today, we took 10 stories of the top 30 of over 85, almost 90 stories for the weekend. Today, on this Monday, even though it's a slow day, we expect to get about 30 to 33 stories within the span from Monday through, through, through Thursday morning, Thursday, Friday morning. And we'll take the top eight stories or take the top 10, the top 15 stories, say that proper, the top 15 stories, and then pull eight of those because there's less stories, less time, and it's less of a hassle, more pithy, something like that. Let's talk about this one, possibly. Little Mermaid, Disney's new Little Mermaid, Mer -ler -ler -ler, say that three times fast, I guess my days, my mouth's taking a day off today. Disney's new Little Mermaid swims into the top of Hollywood box office with $95.5 million. Big deal, right? All the trolls, all the haters, all the folks who were shooting down the movie because, you know, Little Mermaid is black, because mermaids can't be black, because fictional creatures can't be black. Elves can't be black. Orcs can't be black. Uh, you know, giants can't be black. Hemdell can't be black. Captain America can't be black. No one can be black. Haley Bailey is black, and she kicked it off the great weekend for movies for earning $95.5 million on the remake, the live-action remake, which unfortunately will mean there'll probably be more live-action remakes of these things. We shall see. Uh, go to our feeds and let us know if we're talking about this tomorrow because only you can determine what we're talking about tomorrow. Let's talk about sponsorships. We'll talk about that every single time we're on the air because we got to keep the money going, got to keep things in, got to keep the lights on literally here in the house. Blinkist is our sponsor for today. Go to thisistheconversationproject.com slash Blinkist today and get caught up on your books. Now, remember, we do this as a quick catch-up for news stories over a span of time, a day, a weekend, whatever it is. And Blinkist will help you do the same thing for your book count. 
you can catch up on all the greatest in nonfiction books because Blinkist will break them down into short versions. One of those unabridged things that you listen to that takes 18 hours, because trust me, I do a lot of that stuff, can be read to you or read by yourself, audio or in print version, in less time. Most books are down to less than 50 minutes. Some of those big tomes can be 25 to 30, but you can get a great shot at a great book that you've not had a chance to read and read it or listen to it audio version wise in a short amount of time. This allows me to, you know, pull up the app and listen to a book on the way to work, listen to a book as a, you know, basically as I'm going to bed uh, to catch up on things, keep what's on the note. This helps me stay updated and knowing stuff. And it also helps my wife because one subscription is a twofer. You get two chances. Someone else can share your subscription and you can enjoy the act of learning with someone else. Check it out at this is a conversation project.com slash Blinkist B L I N K I S T. This is a conversation project.com slash Blinkist. Let's chat us up for a second. The conversation is always there at the conversation project. The conversation project is homed to or conversation project. This is conversation project.com. That's what it is. It's home to the Conversation Project. Check it out uh, every single day because we have stuff there every single day. We have over the weekends, we've just published a, a new version of the story of the week, which talked about Chuck Clark not being the fan named Chuck and how sometimes social media gets way out of hand. We also had the top 10 stories per the actual stats, which was uh, oddly enough, the Chuck Clark story this week. Uh, but five days a week, we have this thing here, whether the video version, the audio version, or the newsletter version, we have the stats, the links to what we're talking about here. And we try to provide for you a quick jump to the news of the day from the yesterday. If you deem what we do pretty cool, we also ask an extra favor of you. Go to our website, this is conversationproject.com and click on the partnerships link. And if you think we're doing kind of cool, help us do more of it. Find a link away, a, a, a process that you can do to help partner up with us to keep things going. And remember, the most important thing you can do that costs you very little, you're already paying for which internet uh, uh, subscriptions is just make sure you're following us on our feeds and engaging in the stories because it gives us stuff to do. And, you know, you know, email me and talk to me as well. Email the show at the conversation project at inbox. Sorry, the conversation inbox at gmail.com and uh, jclevenpain at gmail.com. But you can also just go to our website. Chat is up there. See if there's something that we can do for you and just let us know. So now let's get to the fun stuff, which is what we really are waiting for here. Uh, after we've done all the newsy stuff, after the promotion and stuff, we talk about things that are pretty cool on the day. Things you might not have heard. You might not have heard about these birthdays for May the 29th. Anthony Gary. Yes. Anthony Gary of the fame of General Hospital. Luke is 76 years old today. And he's been popping up here and there in the show as they're doing all they can to bring the people who are still alive to watch the show. Uh, but much love going out to uh, the Luke. Luke and Lower story was a big thing back when I was... You know, like a like a preteen, but I might have been younger than that, watching soap operas back as a kid and in my college days, I will admit, uh, lunchtime was um, set aside for classes were set aside uh, at lunch to uh, make sure I could watch Days of Our Lives live back in the day because I didn't have a VCR. Lisa Wetchell, 60 years old today, of course, Blair from The Facts of Life. Uh, she's been seen a lot out the, out and about, a lot doing things today. And um, so we're glad she's out there. She was a part of the, uh, when it had The Facts of Life, uh, Norman Lear thing, she actually had a chance to sing the theme song when they redid an episode of Facts of Life. That was pretty cool to see. 
And Mel B, Scary Spice herself, Mel Brown is 48 years old and one of the members of my uh, soon-to-be ex-wives club. Thank you so much for all the great stuff you have done. Uh, being a part of the Spice Girls, just doing music stuff, being on the TV shows and, you know, doing cool things. Melanie Brown, Scary Spice, is 48 years old on this date. Also on this date, going back, 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 back in time, on the 29th of May in 1919, Charles Streit printed it, the pop-up toaster. Literally, the pop-up toaster, you know, so sliced bread was great, and then the pop-up toaster made it better. So anything before 1919 probably sucked. In 2004, a memorial to Americans World War II veterans was dedicated on the National Mall in Washington, D.C. Uh, this is Veterans Day. I'm sorry, this is Memorial Day. We'll talk about that again in a moment. Uh, but this is the day that the World War II veterans memorial was dedicated on the National Mall. And in 2019, transgender was no longer classified as a mental health illness by the World Health Organization, which seems like it's a good thing. But apparently we're having issues with it still. Despite what side of the aisle you fall onto in this this debate, and we're not going on it here because this is the fun stuff, not the fight stuff here. Um, this is a serious issue that is not going away. So unfortunately, we're just have to going to deal with it. Like I said, despite which side of the aisle that that you have to fall on this. Hopefully, you have a sense of rationality in your thoughts and in your actions. You may not like it, or you may love it. But you don't go out there, you know, literally fighting people about it. Because that's what we're doing right now, fighting people about it. Today is Memorial Day. Today is not Veterans Day. So while it is okay to think a veteran today, and I have a lot of vets and people who serve today, I'm going to think about my boy Josh, who's on live now as I'm recording this um, in the morning, probably because he has a day off for, for a you know, rare chance. Today is a day to memorialize, to celebrate those who gave an ultimate sacrifice, those who served in wars, served in conflicts, served over the years, and passed away, died in conflicts to preserve our great union, our way of life, you know, save people, save people's lives. We are celebrating those who gave all on this day, who suffered, um, probably suffered the greatest um, loss of their life in the cause of just keeping us a great place. So, Take some time today to learn a story about a, a person who died in battle. Take time today to watch a documentary. Watch uh, the Bidens as they go to the tombs of the unknowns and lay the wreaths. It's, it's, it seems like it's old and dull and whatever. Uh, go to a barbecue. Go to fireworks. Have some fun. Enjoy the day off. But make sure you understand what the day is all about. Understand the point of the day. And, um, of course, think a few veterans because they served as well. But remember, it's not Veterans Day. It is Memorial Day. Although veterans do get free stuff today because that's what we do. Go looking for free stuff. It's, it's what we do. And finally, one more thing you might not have heard. Researchers from the University of Pennsylvania found being deprived of sleep even for one night makes the brains unstable and prone to sudden shutdowns akin to a power failure. Well, that sucks. The study found that people who are sleep deprived, deprived alternate between periods of near normal brain function and dramatic lapses in attention and visual processing. The University of Pennsylvania had to pay people to do a study for this. When anyone who's had insomnia or had a kid knows exactly how this works out. There you go. Things you might not have heard. One thing you might have heard for today, which was extremely obvious. Also obvious is that um, you guys 
make this thing go um, forward, make this thing happen, make everything go forward for this stuff. So I thank you so much for getting up with me. Either you, if you watch me live doing the the doing this, yes, I got up live and did this at five fifty in the morning. If you're going to see this in the newsletter, which is coming out right about now in your news feeds because we time it for that. If you're watching the video late or checking the podcast, which I have to edit, you know, as, as I take this, thank you so much for being a part of our family, for being so part of the, the gang. Um, it's really important that, you know, the, one of the bulk points of this project is because I, you know, hate news coverage the way it is. I want to see better news coverage. And I want to have conversations with, with interesting people about some things going on that this thing happens. So, you know, order to make sure that I keep thinking it's happening. Stay hydrated, stay limber, and stay on task. Because we need you around for lots of great things. Uh, big ups to my boys, Josh, who's on here today, out there serving us loud and proud. Thank you so much for being who you are. Thank you for your service. And I know your time is coming to an end soon. A very well and storied career. They will be writing... Um, songs to you the Klingons will sing battle hymns uh to your to your life and uh, all sorts of things I'm sure there'll be plenty of money in in um consulting you'll probably you'll be in a speaking tour you and a guy that killed Osama bin Laden will you know do some tag team stuff that will probably happen love you Josh mean it uh can't wait to hang out with you again in the meantime can't wait to hang out with you guys again via the video or the audio tomorrow morning on Tuesday will be more of a normal edition we're hoping it's not so much of a slow news day mostly because we want to have cool things to talk about, but we don't want all the craziness. Let's try to have less of the violence, less of the craziness, less people shooting off their hands with fireworks because it always happens. Trust me, I, I have experience, I have both hands, but experience with um, dealing with those types of stories. Thank you so much. Let's get out of here. Enjoy your Memorial Day and be back tomorrow. <laughs>